Welcome back to the program. An incredible day for Australian sport. A dramatic victory over there in the World Cup. Of course, we've talked about it a lot already today. One man who wants to talk about it a little bit more. We want to talk with him too. He is now the Managing Director of Media Week. I'm talking about Trent Thomas. He's on the line. G'day, Trent. Hey, Jimmy. How's it going? Mate, I'm well. Are you a little bleary-eyed? I stayed up past my bedtime last night. What about yourself watching the Aussies up against India? Yeah, you kind of, you kind of had to, right? <laughs> like, you get put on the next boat to New Zealand if you didn't. <laughs> As we know, that is the last thing you want. Uh, big shout out to you, Staffy, um, and the crew. and the... Exactly, exactly. Okay, via the uh, Media Week uh, newsletter, uh, I am just looking at the numbers that were coming in for Channel 9. Let's look at that. Over or just shy of 1.1 million. Then the second highest rated show was 946. That was the cricket. Then we go down to the seventh. That's still the cricket, 450. That's session two. Um, It's just been incredible. Throw in another 340,000 that we're watching across Fox. Uh, we don't know KO. We talk about that. Uh, regional audience to come as well. This is a huge, huge win for Nine and for Fox on this, Trent. Yeah, it's um, breaking a million just on free to air. It's a fantastic result. And then throw in those additional numbers. It'll be great when Foxtel launches their new metric system. They announced that they're up front that they're going to Kantar because we'll be able to now have a better understanding of how much of an impact the KO numbers had, but you'd have to estimate it'd probably be a minimum of 1.5 million. And then when you throw in regional, you could be talking 1.7, 1.8. Yeah, just incredible. So just on KO, so this is on, when are those, I oh know we talk about it a lot because, um, I, and we'll get to some of these others, but um, yesterday I had Formula One on into Melbourne, United up against the Sydney Kings into uh, Australia versus India in the World Cup. And none of that, because it was all on KO, none of it would have come up in, in any of these ratings figures, which is crazy. Uh, you don't exist, Jimmy. You That's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, the, uh, but yeah, I think, well, Foxtel agrees. That's why they're launching this new, this new system. So I think there was issues with getting that counted on what Oztam is doing as well it's very complicated people are trying to solve the problem but um, anything in tv ratings land takes a long time to come out so hopefully next year we'll start to finally get some reporting that provides some proper context because like the ko swing on things especially f1 could be as big as 50 percent yeah yeah the amount Um, of people when i actually think people that i know that watch f1 i think i was doing the math me and my friends were listing everyone we know, and I think 90% use KO out yep. of the group. Like, I'm a very specific demo of, you know, the group we talked about ranged from males 28 to 35. But that's a big part of the F1 demographic. Yeah. Um, and but the older you skew, the more that ratio declines into, um, and then evens out. Because you'd say your 50 plus demographic would be a much, would be much heavier Foxtel ratio. Yeah. So, but it's hard to tell right now because and each sport is different depending on what type of people watch it and how they consume it because a lot of f1 people the f1 seen more as a lifestyle sport and they watch they only watch um the f1 they're more likely to use ko and then selectively turn it on and off for that than if you were a rusted on nrl or afl fan and it's easier to justify the bigger foxtel packages so 
um, the sports shift around a lot. Yeah, absolutely. Look, I'm 52. I know, Trent. No need to say it. I don't look it. But uh, <laughs> I, there I am in that 32-year-old category, right? Watching yeah. the Formula One on... on well, that goes as well with more and more people. The, the age demo is getting higher and higher of people that aren't willing to use it. Like, it's becoming pretty universal. And like the, the user experience of the app is so good. You're getting yeah. more and more people adopting it. And like you said, you're saying it'll bounce across everything it's um it's a powerful proposition it needs to be better reported yeah but, so that this is kind of a just a base number of a million on nine because that's just metro and then you build in everything else and it's a it's a great result for the world cup and it shows um well how much value world cups still hold which is rugby australia is so desperate trying to get their their things aligned for yeah. a a local World Cup because um, the momentum that they can create is quite significant. Yeah, momentum for the sport, as we know, and we've just had, we've talked a lot about Hamish McLennan and gone from Rugby Australia. They've got a World Cup coming up in Australia in four years' time as well. Let's talk those Formula One numbers too. Incredible. Obviously, the time slot worked. Obviously, the fact it was Vegas, but I looked at qualifying on Saturday. There was 107,000 people just checking out qualifying. It makes you wonder what numbers they would do if they had a free-to-air deal, as the Melbourne GP does. Yeah. Because they, they only have the Melbourne GP and free-to-air because it's in Australia, and so you think it would do significantly better. But you almost argue, looking at these Vegas numbers, that um, F1 could do comparable numbers all year round on free-to-air at the moment. Because when I started watching Formula 1, um, like religiously, it was on Channel 10. Yeah, right. Going back about 12 years now, but the um, and they used to every race used to be on Channel 10. So there's um, you know, there'd be an argument looking at Vegas in a really good time slot, doing 200,000 on Foxtel, putting KO maybe 300,000. Yeah. What would that be doing if channels 10 or 9 or 7 had that in a 7 p.m. time slot on a Sunday night? Yeah. Absolutely huge, yeah. You're quite right. What about Rugby Australia? We've we've already spoken to Timmy Horan, a former World Cup winner times two, actually, and, and his thoughts on the new chairman that's coming in, Daniel Herbert. Does it have any impact on, you know, they've, they haven't been able to get the equity across the line. Now they've got debt. Now they've got a, a, a broadcast deal with Stan that uh, audiences aren't great. The number that they're getting for receiving for that isn't great as well. What does that instability at the top of rugby australia mean for them moving forward not and and we mentioned the world cup they've also got the british and irish lions tour which is going to be huge in 2025 yeah the but people are also kind of forgetting it's not long until this tv deal is up as well like in 2020 they signed this deal and it's like going real fast and they're going to have to start looking at their like their next the next move and if you're looking at the value of the sport at the moment and you're looking at how much afl nrl have squeezed people like even cricket had to kind of take a revised deal on the value of the bbl yeah which is kind of i think a watershed moment in that the these more tier two tier three sports are getting valued very differently for tier one sports now broadcasters only want to pay good dollars if it's going to bring in a big audience and the argument was 
the Wallabies would do that part for this deal. So the World Cup being what it was, you then you don't have many run on, runs on the board going in to negotiate a new deal. You've got a chairman out. You've got issues with um, what, what players are marketable from a TV and broadcast point of view. You've got to really start to evaluate what dollar value you're putting on a sport. This deal, a lot of anticipation it was going to be like a lot of big money drivers, you've got alliance to a, you've got a local World Cup. But now after seeing that Australia might not make it out of the group, how much do you value a local rugby union World Cup? Yeah. Like is it gonna is it gonna be burnt out on your multi channels or is it gonna be aired on your primary channel? Like there's a lot of I think discussion points that'll be really interesting in how much money rugby's gonna have moving forward in the next deal when they've got um, these issues to sort out in house. Yeah. Um, not to mention who might be sponsoring them too. They've got sponsors walking out the door left, right and centre, which doesn't help the bottom line, as we know. Trent, we've got to fly as always, mate. Fantastic. Great to hear from you on a Monday. We'll do it again next week. Thank you, Jimmy.